Okay, hey guys, what's going on? And welcome back to Onwards and Upwards, the podcast where we talk about all things health, wellness, productivity, and pretty much everything in between. My name is Hope if you're new, and I'm super excited that you're joining me today. Thank you so, so much for being here. I honestly appreciate it more than you'll ever know. And today we're gonna be talking all about why you need to do a dopamine detox. Now, this is something that I've definitely heard a lot more about lately, but it's something that I've honestly been doing for months now. I'm pretty sure I started this about a year ago, but I started to schedule in weekends or just certain days throughout my months where I would essentially say no to dopamine and go dopamine free. That included things like my phone, watching any movies, listening to music was an option, which I personally didn't do, but I know some people do do that. And then I really just tried to stay off of technology in general. The point of having those dopamine free weekends for me was really about connecting with a sense of creativity again. I found that when I consume too much content or when I'm just in the digital space too often, it kind of drains my inner sense of creativity. And so whenever I feel like I need to get that back, I try to do one of these dopamine detoxes. But if I'm being honest, I haven't been so good at them lately. I've definitely been glued to my phone a lot more than usual, just with work and with staying connected with people. We tend to make up these excuses to why we're, you know, should be on our phone more often, when in reality, we're probably wasting a lot more time on them than we may think. What inspired me to start dopamine detoxing was initially in a book called How to Break Up with Your Phone, I believe. It's available on Amazon, or I think I picked it up at Barnes & Noble at one point. But essentially, it talks about how the author will schedule in these weekends or sometimes even these weeks where she goes completely without her phone. And she kind of just explained how this is so beneficial for our mental health, but it also just really improves the relationship we have with these devices. In this fast-paced, digitally driven world we inhabit, it's really, really easy to get caught up in an endless loop of instant gratification. And that was the loop that I found myself stuck in. I used to be able to sit down and work on a paper for quite some time and just kind of knock it out. But as I went through college and I spent more time on my phone, and more time scrolling and more time just doing really instant gratification dopamine things, I found it harder and harder to really concentrate on what I was working on. When I started to notice that and I started to notice that I really just wanted instant gratification all the time, that's when I kind of realized that this was a true problem and I did have to start working on fixing it. And then enters the life-changing concept of the dopamine detox. If you're listening to this and you've been feeling uninspired or maybe just kind of meh with your life and you are really just kind of attached to your phone or maybe video games or watching movies or whatever it is, think of what gives you dopamine and that sense of instant gratification and then ask yourself, how long do you think you could go without it? If your answer to that question is shorter than you might prefer, then it's time to hit the reset button on our pleasure-seeking brains and rediscover the simple joys that make life truly fulfilling. So buckle up, my friends, because this detox journey will take you on an absolute roller coaster ride of self-discovery, but I promise you it's going to be worth it. Let's kick things off by talking about the dopamine dilemma. I think the best way to really start this conversation is by defining what dopamine is and kind of explaining how it works in our bodies and our brains. This mighty neurotransmitter is responsible for the euphoria we feel when we indulge in activities like scrolling through social media, binge watching TV shows, or devouring a bag of potato chips on the couch. The catch with it is that our brains have become really hooked to these instant gratifications, leaving us in a perpetual state of chasing the next dopamine hit. And if I'm being honest, this is a really tricky loop or cycle to get sucked into. The problem that I personally had with dopamine was that I would make excuses for why I needed it. I would have a really long day at work or a really hard time, and I would use that to justify why I deserved to just scroll through TikTok for a bit because it was going to relax me. If you've been on TikTok, that doesn't always relax you, so to speak, and I really was just chasing that next dopamine hit. And the same thing goes for binge watching TV shows. I am so guilty of this. You guys have no idea. I will go from not watching any TV for weeks or months and then trying to finish an entire series in like a day or two, and really it's because 
because I feel this sense of urgency to finish it or the sense of I can't stop watching it. And what's happening in that moment is my mind is being overwhelmed with dopamine from binge watching that show or that movie series or whatever. And again, that's the problem with it is that we're able to instantly gratify what we need at that very moment. If we want to feel better or feel, you know, quote unquote relaxed, we can go onto TikTok and scroll for a little bit and we get hit with instant gratification from dopamine. And the main reason I struggled with this was because I didn't want to be living my life so glued to my phone or so glued to a screen that I wasn't able to truly be present in other moments. And unfortunately, that was the situation that I found myself in. And odds are you've probably experienced something pretty similar. Picture this, you wake up, you reach for your phone and you dive into a sea of notifications, memes, videos, status updates, text messages. Does that sound familiar? Well, if it does, then it's time to break free from this digital matrix. During your dopamine detox, you're going to really learn how to unplug from all this noise that's just hijacking your brain's reward system. So you might be asking yourself, how do I even start doing this dopamine detox? How do I stop wanting to reach for my phone every morning? And I'm going to be honest with you, the only thing that really worked for me was setting severe boundaries. It is a little tricky because I do a lot of my work on my phone and on my computer. I do work from home. And so you kind of need to find a gentle balance between giving yourself enough time on these devices to get stuff done, but also not too much time to where you're spending your free time on them when you could be doing something else. And I want to preface this by saying that if you feel like scrolling on TikTok isn't a big problem for you, then maybe you don't need to do a dopamine detox for that reason. But there's a lot of other benefits that come along with a dopamine detox that include things like reaching your goals faster or being able to focus better at work or in school. So I think that even if TikTok isn't your main problem, maybe you spend too much time watching TV or whatever it is, taking a break from dopamine doesn't just have to be about taking a break from TikTok, if that makes sense. And I feel like that's a question I get a lot when I talk about my dopamine detoxes. You really are just trying to isolate yourself from anything that gives you that instant sense of gratification. That is the target that we are trying to eliminate. Let's say, for example, that you decide to stay off your phone for a whole weekend. No TikTok, no Instagram, no YouTube, no Netflix, no Hulu. You're saying goodbye to anything that gives you instant gratification. Now, when you are doing this, you honestly might experience withdrawal symptoms, which sounds crazy looking back, but honestly, it's pretty true. I don't remember exactly what it was called, but I think it was called the phantom ring or the phantom notification, where essentially it makes you feel like you've received a notification. So you go to reach for your phone just to kind of see what's going on. This was the biggest thing that I struggled with because I am on my phone a lot. And so I sometimes just compulsively check it to see what's going on. But in reality, I was picking up my phone way more often than I needed to. And it typically led to me spending more time on social media apps than I would have preferred. So if you do experience something like phantom vibrations or an uncontrollable urge to reach for your phone, trust me, I understand what you're going through, but I do promise that the liberation that awaits is definitely worth every bit of discomfort. So we've talked about the dopamine dilemma and I've kind of given you guys some insights into my experience and kind of how you can get started, you know, putting away your phone, doing away with instant gratification, and really just trying to take time to be mindful. Well, as a reminder, today's podcast is going to be all about why you need to do a dopamine detox, which means I'm going to be giving you some pretty good reasons to try one today. As I was going through my own dopamine detox, I wrote down four things that I experienced that I felt benefited my life and kind of improved myself as a whole. So I thought I'd just talk to you guys about that to really inspire you to try one today. That way you can kind of see what your own experience is like during a dopamine detox, what benefits you experience, and if it's something that you're going to want to do time and time again. Okay, number one, the first benefit I experienced after eliminating dopamine was using boredom as a gateway to creativity. Do you guys remember those days before smartphones or maybe when you were young enough to not have one yet and you really had to rely on your imagination to starve off boredom? Well, it is time to rekindle that spark during your detox 
detox, you'll discover the joy of being present in the moments, letting your mind wander, and really indulging in activities that don't involve screens. During my dopamine detox, I stayed off of social media for the most part for about seven days and off of my phone for a majority of that time as well. And you guys, I've seriously crocheted, I've sewed, I've worked on my scrapbook, I've journaled, I've done woodworking. I've done so many of these hobbies that I kept telling myself I didn't have enough time for, but in reality, they've just started replacing the time that I used to spend doing things on my phone or things on my devices. There is so much beauty and boredom and there's so much creativity that can come from it that I don't even know how to explain it to you guys. It honestly is just such an incredible thing to experience. I have talked about this before actually in another one of my podcasts about how I broke up with my phone or broke my phone addiction. And the biggest thing that I told you guys there was that breaking up with my phone and really trying to set healthy boundaries with it came down to boredom. I eventually got bored of my phone and I stopped using it. And that's because boredom does become this gateway to self-reflection and to creativity. And it leads us to trying new things that we otherwise might not have quote unquote time for. So let's say it's day one of your dopamine detox. You're not using any screens for this time period. And you start to wonder what the heck am I going to do with all this time? Outside of work or maybe hanging out with friends and family, you can start to do things that maybe you don't do on a day-to-day basis, like reading a book, going for a leisurely stroll, or engaging in meaningful conversations with both yourself and others. Journaling is something that I really dove deep in because when you're bored and you have a pen and a paper, sometimes you can really just start to journal about what's on your mind, your experiences, and just kind of how you're feeling. When you're bored, beautiful things can happen, and it's something that we don't really let ourselves get to anymore. Usually whenever I go to scroll on TikTok or whenever I put on a TV show or a movie, it's because I'm bored. And it's a really easy way to get that instant gratification and relieve boredom because your dopamine levels are off the charts. You're scrolling or you're watching a show and it's just pleasuring you instantly. Instead of that, try doing something that requires a little bit of a challenge. Maybe you start up a new hobby, you go for a hike, you do something that kind of requires more mental and physical exertion. Honestly, as soon as I started replacing the time that I would typically spend on my phone with other hobbies, I not only experienced more fulfillment by the end of the day, but I also just felt less stressed throughout the day as well. Moving on to the second benefit of a dopamine detox, and that is all about the art of delayed gratification. Honestly, I know I've been saying it a lot, but instant gratification is everywhere. We live in a world where everything is seriously just a click away. But instead of having everything be a click away, we need to start exploring the idea of delayed gratification. During your detox, you'll really learn to resist the temptations of immediate rewards and practice patience. If you want to watch a TV show, hold on to it, save it for later, and kind of relish in that sense of anticipation. Turn your TV show or your movie or your scroll time into an occasional treat and you'll start valuing it a lot more. Something that I used to always do was watch shows while I eat. So whether that be breakfast, lunch, or dinner, I'll usually just turn on a show. That way I have something to do while I'm eating. And obviously during my dopamine detox, I couldn't do that. So I had to find other things to do when eating, including just kind of sitting there and being present. I also implemented something where I would save movies or TV shows that I wanted to watch to watch at nighttime with my boyfriend, which ended up being really beneficial since I was able to savor that anticipation and look forward to it whenever that time would come. By training your brain to delay gratification, you unlock a sense of self-control and pave the way for long-term fulfillment. This is not to say that we can't take advantage of doing things like buying something on Amazon and having it come to our home the next day. Honestly, I know it can be a great and affordable service for a lot of people, so I don't want to dog on it. But at the same time, there is something to waiting for something to arrive. You know, I remember my boyfriend and I were actually talking about this, about how when we order something on Amazon and it comes here the next day, there's almost this expectation for it to be there that we lose the sense of anticipation for it to come. All of our excitement for a new product or a new piece of clothing or a new tool 
goes away the second we place order because we know it'll be here so soon. Something I used to be really bad at was buying clothes online. I used to always buy things online just because it was so easy to just look through, you know, things that you liked, didn't like, and then just add the cart and then it'll be at your house in five to seven business days. Again, I don't want to dog on it because it is incredible that we're able to do that. But at the same time, it kind of doesn't give us time to relish in what we are trying to purchase. A good example that I have for the alternative to this instant gratification shopping thing is actually my current school bag. I was looking for a just kind of like a bag to carry my laptop and some books in from when I start school. And I was looking on Amazon, I was looking at Target, I was doing all these things, but I couldn't find one that I really liked. I could have settled for something and just gotten it for the sense of getting it sooner and everything like that, but I did decide that I wanted to find something I really liked. So I decided to make it a little challenge for myself. And I said, okay, whenever I go to the thrift store, I'm going to look for a bag. And if it's not the bag of my dreams, then I won't be getting it. There was a bag that I probably could have gotten on Amazon that would have been delivered the next day. But I decided, you know what? It's going to be worth the wait to get something that I genuinely love. And it really was. I ended up waiting about two months of going into thrift stores and looking, and I didn't really go that often. It was maybe only five or six times, sometimes just stopping in on my way home from work just out of curiosity to see if I would find something. And now I value that bag so, so much more than any bag I've just bought in two seconds on Amazon. It felt like a little treasure hunt to find it. And now not only do I have some value behind the bag, but I was able to delay my gratification to find something that not only I liked more, was more affordable, but it also taught me the sense of patience again. Patience for finding something that's truly worth it, patience for, you know, not doing something to instantly gratify, you know, the urge to buy something, but truly wanting something and being okay with it taking time in order to receive it. Moving on to the third benefit of a dopamine detox, and that is you will discover so many hidden passions that you have. I kind of briefed on this earlier, but as you detach from the dopamine drip, you'll find yourself with ample time and mental space. This is honestly the perfect opportunity to explore new hobbies and passions that you may have that just haven't been as present in your life because of modern life distractions. So dust off that musical instrument, pick up a paintbrush, or start that novel you've always dreamed of writing. I promise you guys, your detox journey is going to open doors for you to undiscover talents and bring forth a sense of purpose that really just goes beyond fleeting pleasures. Like I mentioned, I've been doing woodworking and this was all because of a class my boyfriend and I took about two years ago maybe maybe even three it was a woodworking workshop where we made pens on a lathe and honestly we had a really fun time doing it so much that we decided to go in and invest in a lathe ourselves and start making them at home so we got it all set up and we had the lathe we had all the supplies all the equipment and then I kind of just said okay I don't have time for this right now I'll just do it later when again in reality I absolutely did have time for it it was just more about how I was prioritizing my time. Little did I know that when I started this dopamine detox, I would discover such a true passion for woodworking that I never really realized I had. I knew I enjoyed it, but I never gave myself the time and the complete mental space to enjoy it. I was always worried about doing something else or thinking something else would be easier and take less effort. And I just kind of pushed it off until ultimately I did the detox and I couldn't push it off anymore. It really is such an incredible experience to get to sit down and do something you're passionate about 
about or maybe discover something new that you're passionate about and really allow yourself to dive all the way into it without having to worry about anything else going on. And last but not least, the fourth benefit to my dopamine detox was truly cultivating a better sense of mindfulness. I have talked about mindfulness time and time again. It's because I truly, truly believe that everybody should be trying to be more mindful. I really like to view mindfulness as this ultimate superpower in the dopamine-driven world we live in. During your detox, you're going to really deep dive into the art of being fully present, observing your thoughts and emotions without judgment. There are a lot of ways that you can be mindful, and I've honestly talked about this in multiple podcasts in the past if you want to go back and listen to those. But the biggest piece of advice I have for you with being mindful is taking time to connect to yourself in a way that works for you. I've told this story before, but when I was first trying to practice mindfulness, I thought that it had to be done via meditation. I thought I had to sit down, sit still, not speak, not move, barely breathe, and just try to be in touch with my inner self. And in reality, that just didn't work out for me. And honestly, that just didn't work out for me. I couldn't figure out how to sit still. It just ended up pushing more thoughts into my brain. So what I ended up having to do was start something called active meditation, which essentially means that I would go on walks or on hikes or I would go on the treadmill or whatever, just kind of try to get some sort of basic movement in. And then I would try to be mindful and connect with my emotions and my body in that moment. That's honestly just what worked for me. So I would really encourage you to explore different ways you can practice mindfulness and really just try to find something that you personally connect with. As you develop this practice, you'll really begin to cultivate a profound awareness of the beauty in everyday moments. I know that most of us have probably seen the whole TikTok trend about romanticizing your life and romanticizing everyday little moments. And really, I just want you guys to be mindful of them. Take note of the smell of your coffee when you pour it in the morning. Take note of birds that are chirping while you're out on a walk. Savor the taste of a delicious meal and relish in the warmth of sunshine on your skin. Mindfulness honestly infuses your life with a richness that no amount of dopamine can replicate. And that's why I'm such a big proponent of everyone practicing it. As long as you do it in your own way and you're mindful of how you communicate with yourself during the process, I really think that you can't go wrong with trying to be more mindful. So if you're on this dopamine detox, try to remember to be mindful of what's going on. Be mindful of your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings, and just try to connect with yourself and understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Just have that type of conversation with yourself. I think it's really beneficial. And I just really want to end with this. I want you guys to embrace the beauty of boredom, relish delayed gratification, explore new passions, and then cultivate mindfulness. Remember, it's not about depriving yourself of joy, but rather reshaping your brain's reward system to find fulfillment in the small, meaningful moments. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so, so much for listening. I'm so happy you're here, and I really hope that you gain some value from today's podcast. And if you enjoyed it, feel free to rate it over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really helps me out, and it also helps the podcast get out to more people who might benefit from it as well. But thank you guys again for listening. It means the world to me. If you have any questions about a dopamine detox or just want to chat in general, feel free to DM me over on Instagram. But yeah, thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you guys all next time on Onwards and Upwards.